Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is Marcianne. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and um, sharing these times together with me. And if you have followed my show since October of 2012, when I first went on the air, uh, you know that I do look at a bigger picture. My perspective, I call it reflections, you know, and celebrations, because my my perspective is at the cause level, not the effect or symptom level of life. I always want to know what or who caused this problem. So after having had a really severe four-week bout of upper respiratory illness back in December of 2019, and then beginning to hear all about this virus that had severe upper respiratory symptoms, I began to look into this. Did I have this virus? You know, we're just now beginning to have local testing for antibodies here where I live, and I am on the list to do it, but there's a long wait. <clears throat> so, what, But whether I had it or not isn't really relevant to what I want to say today. While I have been waiting, I've decided to look into what is a virus? What is it? What's its purpose? And I wanted to share with you what I have learned so far. No one on television or the radio is talking about the purpose of a virus. Most everybody seems to think that a virus is a very bad thing. (laughs) It's something we have to take a stand against. We have to fight. It's the enemy. And the current pandemic is being called a war. Well, this is the reaction of a society that believes in good and evil. It's a society that may or may not believe in God, but it most certainly believes in the devil, which is evil with a capital D. And for most everyone I talk to, almost everybody believes that the devil has as much power as God, sometimes more. And sometimes to me, it seems like we're just still at such a primitive stage of life where people just don't understand things like sickness and death, and they were all blamed on evil spirits. You know, I did weddings for 22 years, and a groom will still carry his bride over the threshold so she doesn't trip on the evil spirits who are there to try to make her fall and hurt her womb so she can't have children or maybe hit her head and die so there wouldn't even be a marriage. And the bridesmaids all dress alike so the evil spirits can't find the bride to harm her. And they ring the bells at most churches, uh, you know, that still have bells to scare away the evil spirits. Well, our attempts to overcome what is called evil on this planet still seems just about as primitive to me. And for me, evil is just ignorance. I mean, evil spirits? Come on. 
We live on a planet that's been set up with universal laws. If this wasn't true, the sun wouldn't come up every day. But you know what? We've been having day and night now for billions of years. And you know what else? Earth hasn't run into Venus yet, not even one time. Our solar system works perfectly every day because these universal laws are set in place by a benevolent creator source. I guess that's where you really need to start this discussion is the source of the energy of all things benevolent. What do you think? Well, I'm really never going to get to what I want to say on this show if I don't just go right to the zero in on it. I see things in such a big context, it's it's hard for me to get to just one single thought about one single thing about anything (laughs) because we're all one great big thing. And everything that happens has a cause. This is the universal law of cause and effect. So the truth is that everything that happens here on the plane of matter is caused by humans. Yep, you and me. The benevolent source energy has invested all of the creation power in you and me. We have been empowered by this benevolent creator with the power of choice. This isn't true in a lot of other solar systems, and it might not even be true within our our entire solar system. I don't know. But I do know that here on Earth we have choice because we're made in the image of the benevolent creator, and part of that is that we choose what we want. Now, I can hear a great upright of, oh, no, 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 I didn't choose this. Well, you know what? We did. And if you're going to not believe that you chose what is happening, you know, then you're always going to have to, you're always going to be unhappy and have to live your life under the circumstances, feeling powerless and needy and unloved. But once you begin to accept the fact, and it is a fact, You are in charge of your life, and you make all the decisions involved in living your life. And uh, once you know this, you should be able to step up to the plate and at least get a single and get on base. (laughs) And then eventually, as you get better at better, you can hit a home run. You know what? I love it that we're all at home right now. So apparently, somewhere in this pandemic, we hit a home run. Well, now, I have a roommate, and 13 years ago, he had throat cancer. He does have a spiritual understanding about some of the universal laws, but he is more educated by Depression-era parents, the Christian Church of 320 A.D., television, and most recently YouTube. And all of these sources have more of a ground-level viewpoint, always communicating from the worst-case scenario. Well, here again is a choice. Do you want to make your decisions based upon the worst-case scenario? Or would you like to make your decisions based on a best-case scenario? 
I make my decisions based upon what I hear the Spirit of the Father within me suggest. This is how Jesus did it, and his life was a life of constant miracles. Okay, so when my roommate found out he had throat cancer, there was a prayer therapist assigned to him from his church to help him develop a mantra for healing to use, which he did use. But he used it in combination with a drastic round of chemotherapy and radiation. Okay, today, 13 years later, the cancer in his throat is completely gone. The area where the cancer was is totally restored to perfect health. However, the chemotherapy and radiation destroyed his teeth and gums. He lost all of his teeth and the muscles of his esophagus were damaged. And recently, he's now beginning to have trouble swallowing. He's finally gotten used to the dentures and being able to chew his food enough times to get it into a kind of a mush that'll slide down the esophagus easily. But if he doesn't get that food into a good mush state, he chokes, and sometimes he can't even get his breath. And it's becoming more and more of a problem. So, this week I reminded him of his mantra. Now here is his mantra. My body now restores itself to its natural state of perfect health. Isn't that wonderful? I'm going to read that again. My body now restores itself to its natural state of perfect health. I suggest you write that down because you might need it sometime. Well, I suggested that he begin to use the mantra again in order to tell his body that it now needs to restore the muscles in his esophagus and get it working again, restore it to its natural state of perfect health. And quickly and kind of Defensively, he said, I had cancer, I accept I had cancer, and I accept that my esophagus is damaged, and I accept that that is my plight. Astonished. All I could say was, well, okay, because you see, he has the right to make that choice. But that night I cried out to the spirit of the Father which is inside of me and I said, why, oh dear Father, would he choose that after you have totally delivered him from the cancer and recreated a whole new throat area for him? Why would he not then choose to have you recreate his esophagus that was damaged by the chemotherapy and radiation? Well, spirit always answers me from the level of cause. (laughs) And the answer to my question involves the basic cause of all evil here on earth. Because the truth is, evil has no power except what we give it by our choices. And most people have no idea they're choosing evil. And the reason they don't know is ignorance, which I define as belief systems that are not powered by the truth. Because it's what you believe that's going to be true for you. 
So he apparently believes that God can't restore an area that's been damaged by chemotherapy and radiation. So here we all are on earth, here, sheltering in place, terrified of a tiny iota of energy called a virus. So what is a virus? Well, everything started with light, which is vibrating energy that has two forms, waves and particles. Now, Einstein said, he never resolved this. He said, we have two contradictory pictures of reality, waves and particles. And separately, neither of them fully explains the phenomena of light. But together, they do. (laughs) So we start with a foundation that allows for anything to happen, and what will happen has been given to us to decide. Now, the exciting thing about this is that humans are created in the image of a benevolent creating process, and we can come up with something that is unheard of, never done before, something far out and otherworldly, It's because we were never supposed to be at our wit's end, helpless, a victim of circumstances, never. So how could we get into the circumstances we're in now? Well, it's really kind of simple. We gave up our right to choose. And we began to look to others, those so-called experts, you know, who really are only an expert in some limited field of information and and don't know anything else, and they make our choices for us. We have been manipulated and steered into becoming just a robot instead of a fully manifested human with all power from heaven on earth at our disposal. Okay, let's look at a virus. A virus is a particle and which is that form of energy which gathers itself together with other free-form particles to create a form of matter that is then named virus. Now, matter is something you can see, feel, taste, hear, or smell. You know, I always get a kick out of hearing that saying, Black Lives Matter. (laughs) I wonder if somewhere in the earthly life there's a cheering section for viruses. Viruses really matter. (laughs) Because you know what? Since all there is is either a wave or a particle, if something doesn't seem to matter, did that matter turn back into a wave? Because if it's still in the form as a particle, it's matter. And it matters. (laughs) Okay. Oh, let me get back to my story here. So a virus is a group of particles that came together. Now, a virus is at the elemental level of the creation. And at the elemental level of creation by a benevolent creative source, everything is either good or very good. So if a virus has an original purpose, it has to be either good or very good. So what is it? Well, my research so far has led me to see that a virus is a tool of evolution. 
kind of like a free radical. These forms of matter are everywhere. They're inside things and out and about in, all, in the air around all forms of matter. The energy of an elemental is good or very good. They are for our good. They enter into a field of information and they bring a new idea or concept to it. And then that field works together with the virus to see how it can use it or discard it because the element of choice is at all levels of life. This is a virus that forms naturally. But if a virus is manufactured, then a given set of definitions and, con- and uh, is there's a given set of definitions. There isn't the variableness of it, and it contains synthetically developed processes that aren't going to act in a benevolent or humane way in a human. Now, I've had this new virus, and it's a tough energy because it has been manufactured by humans who do not have all of the wisdom of a benevolent creative energy. They are working within the limitations of their specific fields of study, and each field of study only studied one aspect of the creative source energy without considering all of the other factors of the other specific fields Nowhere is this more true than in the field of medicine. I mean, doctors casually just add another drug to an already list of sometimes 8 to 10 to 15 other drugs a patient is taking without the slightest notion of how all of those synthetics are going to try to work together or against each other in the patient's body. More damage has been done to vital organs in humans by synthetic drugs than all of the viruses and free radicals combined. And in laboratories where supposedly there are controlled creation processes, because of the very nature of source energy, nothing is really able to be controlled. And the creators usually are being motivated by how much money they're going to be able to make rather than by love, who only wants our highest and best good, the value system of a benevolent creative source energy is only good and very good. Good and very good. And the ultimate goal is that we should all become a fully operating human filled with the benevolent creative source energy ourselves, doing all the things that Jesus did. And that would include not having to die, but just ascending back into the light. And it could include not aging, but just living in your light body now for as long as you're supposed to be here to do what you're supposed to do. So my roommate is choosing to not allow the spirit of the father to now return his esophagus back to its natural and normal state of life because he apparently either doesn't believe that God can repair damage done by chemotherapy and radiation, or he may feel unworthy and doesn't have the right to ask God to fix something he chose to do, which ended up being very costly to his health. 
but why he doesn't feel like he can ask God to fix his esophagus since he has already had this marvelous experience of having his throat return to a perfect state of natural health is so sad to me. But you know what? He still has many things he hasn't dealt with in his life. Times of rejection, times of betrayals, angers and resentments, judgments of racism, unfair practices, inequities, prejudicial justice. So much in our culture that seems unbalanced and mean and hateful. But you know what? Unfortunately, giving our power to these ideas only empowers them. Evil has no power of its own. If we allow ourselves to be pitted one against the other, we now know what can happen. We can lose everything. We were never supposed to be compared with each other. How could that be helpful? No one's like me. No one's like you. How can anybody else tell us what is right for us? Because only we know what is right for us. And the good and the very good can be empowered in our lives by the spirit of the Father that lives in and energizes our human machine. And by the way, that human machine has a built-in defense system to handle any virus that's been implanted, even with an evil intent by a person who just wants to make gobs of money. My defense system activated, and although it took four weeks to win, it won. And I finally began to feel the turn in my body to begin to be better. But it took a full three months for my body to repair all the damage. But now I feel like my old self again, and, by the way, I am an old person, (laughs) one who supposedly is more at risk than others, but that also isn't true. If you keep your your immune system well-nourished and strong, your immune system remains strong. There's info on the Internet that says your immune system gets old and doesn't work as well when you're older. But this isn't true. The more of the energy of the benevolent creative source energy that you allow to work within your human system, the stronger you will stay until it's time for you to walk out of here into the light. I hope I've given you some things to think about. I'm kind of acting like an elemental virus today. (laughs) But my intent is only good and very good, just introducing new ideas, new concepts into your thinking to help you to grow in your spiritual development towards being able to do everything that Jesus did, and even more than he did, Because we need you. The bases are loaded, and you are at bat. 